M A I N M U M U Main Menu Main Menu Welcome to Main Menu for July 10th, 2010. I'm Jamie Pauls. This week, we hear another techie tidbit from Tyler Uronic. Next, Steve Bauer and Chris Cook discuss and demonstrate an accessible HD radio from Dice Electronics. Finally, we conclude our portion of Rick Harmon's look at Quitter version 4. That's all coming up on this edition of Main Menu. Hello, this is Tyler Uronic with another techie tidbit review. Today we're going to look at the A. Uh, we're going to have a quick look of the ACB Radio Tuner. All right, we're going to go to our desktop. Desktop. We're going to open up ACB Radio Tuner. A. Option A. A. Fire. A. All in play. A. ACB Radio Tuner. Six. Press enter. ACB Radio Tuner. Welcome to the ACB Radio Tuner. Now you can tab around. Mainstream M. Button. Cafe C. Treasures Go T. Interactive I. World D. Button. Welcome to the ACB Radio Tuner. And if I press, uh, let me F8 here. Launch in Tuner Tutorial. Windows Media Player. Custom Hi, Control. Hi, my name Custom is Matt Control. Campbell, and I'd like to show you the ACB Radio Tuner. Do if you're a frequent ACB... The ACB Radio Tuner. Welcome. Alright, so that's a cool way, if you're a frequent listener of ACB Radio, to listen to the streams... Not only with uh, with not having to go to the website all the time. Hey, isn't that cool? Let's give the programmers who do this a round of applause for their awesome work. Hey. Please email me at tylerpokeman at gmail.com. On a side note. I'd like to say hi to Debbie Hazelton. Have a great week. I'm Steve Bauer, and I really don't know about you, but when you're tuning around the radio, you land on a station and you're not really sure what it is, it's sometimes rather frustrating not knowing what station you're on. Well, a solution is now on the horizon. In fact, it's more on the horizon. It's here now from Dice Electronics. And joining me is Chris Cook with Dice Electronics. And we're going to be talking about a brand new fully accessible radio that will indeed not only tell you what frequency you're on, but it will allow you to listen to crystal clear signals from your favorite AM or FM stations, HD stations, and digital radio reading services. Chris, welcome to our special feature. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate the opportunity to share with you uh, some exciting developments from Dice Electronics. Well, let's first learn a little bit about Dice Electronics. Can you tell me a little bit about your company? Dice Electronics is a Southern California-based manufacturer and developer of primarily automotive-type consumer electronics connectivity products, things that allow you to connect an iPod to the car or Bluetooth to the car and things of that nature. But we also, with some help with, uh, from NPR and from Ibiquity, the makers uh, uh, deliverers of HD radio, put together a solution for an off-the-shelf product to make it accessible. 
this was something new for us and a new market for us, but we were already in the HD radio, table radio market. So it was uh, taking some of our automotive technology understanding where we actually do uh, text-to-speech and, and things for the automobile to make it easier to drive with a, with a product. We took some of that technology and put it into an off-the-shelf product that we already sold to make it accessible. And one of the features of your new fully accessible radio is the fact that it will pick up signals of digital radio reading services. Are there many reading services on the air yet in the digital mode? Oh, actually, there are not uh, any reading services that are using the conditional access, which is what we'll talk about in just a little bit. At the moment, there are three radio reading service test markets that are going to be rolled out in August of this year. One is in Rochester, New York. One is in Lawrence, Kansas. And the other is in Washington, D.C. These will be the first in the country to have a digital radio reading service uh, that this radio, our vision-free radio, will pick up with its dedicated radio reading service button. So with that, we're looking at seeing a rollout over the next year across the country once we finish a successful test with uh, the, those radio reading services in those specific areas as well as working with NPR on this project. Will the radio pick up conventional uh, analog radio reading services that are broadcasting on, say, the 67 kilohertz band? No, this is not designed for the 67 kilohertz band, and there is no analog radio reading service on it. So this radio is really designed for the future of radio reading service and not necessarily current or past. So with radio reading, digital radio reading service, unlike the analog radio reading service, there's only one radio needed for any radio station across the country. And what conditional access has is a serial number for each one of the radios that is different that allows the radio reading service to enable that serial number, thereby delivering the service to the user uh, in a similar fashion that's being done now because um, each one of the users obviously would need to be qualified to get to be able to use the radio reading service, but any could use the radio. Steve, for instance, on the access issue, uh, you know, I, I have a senior uh, mother-in-law that lives with my wife and I. She's in her 70s. Her vision is, is not considered low vision, but it's not great. Uh, she's been using a Bose Wave radio for quite some time, and I allowed her to use the vision-free radio and had a really hard time getting it back from her because she was uh, it tended to push the wrong button or things of that nature and found that the audible support for the radio was very helpful for her just as a senior. So we see this as an expanding market, again, not just for blind or low vision, but for seniors that need some assistance using, using a consumer electronics product such as an HD radio. Because in just a few minutes, we're going to do a complete demonstration of the radio. But it, it does a real good job of providing audio feedback for everything you do on the radio. It, it truly can be used by a person who is totally blind. And all of the features are there. And that is a good thing. One of the, one of the nice things that you guys have done is that you have made the manual available uh, in an audio format which I found very helpful when I sat down with the radio when I took it out of the box. So I like the idea that you set up that manual, and not only do you provide it as a CD when people purchase the radio, but it's available as a download off your webpage. That, that's correct, and that was, 
That was an important thing. Uh, you know, myself, I come from the consumer electronics industry and have developed many products on the automotive side. But this was a first, and I, you know, I appreciate all those that have taken some time to kind of instruct me on uh, the needs of blind and low vision consumers with regards to technology. I've learned a lot, and I've uh, done my best to communicate that back to uh, you know, my employer, Dice Electronics, and their engineering team to help us not only develop and continue to develop this product, but looking at other products that could use this type of accessibility as well. I have a list of 12 items. Let's say it maybe is a wish list or just things that intrigue me. And what I'd like to do is quickly run down these items and have you give me a response. Absolutely. Okay, now these are in no particular order, all right? So I just wrote them down as they came to my mind. The radio has one speaker. Broadcasts are in stereo, except for radio reading services, that is. Maybe the new digital radio reading services will be in stereo. I don't know. But it has one speaker. Why didn't you guys put two speakers on it? Generally, tables only have one speaker. Now, that that said, Dice Electronics has available for this radio an external speaker that is generally the same size as the, uh, the primary speaker that plugs into the external speaker output on the back of that radio, thereby giving you stereo. We also have an output on the back of the radio that allows you to connect it to your current stereo system for a complete stereo solution, stereo sound, on a receiver or amplifier that may just be set up for analog AM, FM radio. So it is versatile, but it, again, primarily was a table radio that we were already selling for HD radio that we made accessible. So we do have the external speaker to give you the full stereo experience. Item number two on my list, tone control. There is no tone control. It's all predefined. And again, tone control is on our future wish list because we can do that in software. Uh, But again, this was taking a current product and making it accessible, so we did uh, very little to change what the current product was doing in its software, its implementation. But tone control uh, is a definite uh, uh, interest for us, uh, being a bunch of audio files around the office. So uh, we'll take that under advisement, and we'll let you know when we're able to put that on there. The buttons on the face of the radio, there's, there's a couple of knobs, a volume control and a tuning knob, which has multiple functions to it. But the buttons are, are very small, and they don't stick out. And I personally was wondering if it might make it easier if those buttons stuck out just a little bit and had a rubber feel to them. Has that ever come up in discussions? Yes, that, that is probably the, the number one thing that comes up in discussion when I have people use the radio, and, and myself included, and I can see the buttons, but to me, it would be easier if the buttons were rubberized and raised. Uh, so we've taken that under advisement as well, and again, as we begin to sell them, uh, and we gain interest in this particular category, it's already on our list of things that we would like to change uh, in tooling new buttons. All right, how about time announced when the radio is off? Yeah, the radio would have to be on for that because that initiates the voice and everything else, and that is really to comply uh, with uh, Energy Star requirements for the radio in its standby mode Uh, because in order to have the voice on, we would have to have the voice module powered up as well, and that adds to the current draw on the radio. Again, something that could be changed in software if there's demand for it. 
All right, let's let's pull away from my list of items here because I came up with another question. And okay. that is the voice. How are you generating the voice that is heard? It is actually a module that we added to that radio that communicates uh, back and forth digitally uh, with the tuner that's in the radio to uh, when each button is pushed, it actually initiates a specific voice recording that we have in there. Those voice recordings are licensed from a company called Nuance, and that Nuance speech engine is one of the top speech engines in the country. But in the future, we'd love to have the ability to select a male or female voice uh, or other, you know, maybe accents or tones that we could have in that voice as well. But this is the initial voice that, uh, that has been modified several times over our development and uh, so far is uh, uh, hitting home with most consumers that uh, it's a pleasing and very easy voice to, uh, to understand and use. All right. The radio is powered by AC current. Are there any battery options available, uh, battery backup, or will there ever be options to have a battery mode so you could have a more portable radio? I know right now, if you unplug the radio, it appears, based on my limited experiments and playing with the radio, that it retains all your memory settings, but it won't retain the clock setting. Yeah, I did notice that, and I, I have to find out whether that was an oversight or not. Because you would think if one was retained, the other would be. So I, I will check on that from a software standpoint because I believe that all should be retained. Now, that said, it is not a battery backup radio because it is not a portable radio. However, we are looking at a portable version as well as a battery backup version for weather and emergency alert that could be uh, that, that is a similar type of radio. It goes back to taking a product that we already sold an off-the-shelf product and making it accessible. So we didn't really change any of the properties of the developed radio. We just added accessibility to that current one. But these are all things that uh, we hope to get as people purchase the radio and tell us, hey, if it had this or it had that, just like with any other company that's developing a product, uh, you know, iPhone would be a good, good example. Tell us what you need and we'll add it to the future ones. Hi, this is Marlena. Have you been listening to ACB Radio for a while and wonder how you can help? Well, there's a Donate to ACB Radio link now available from the main page at www.acbradio.org. And thank you so much for listening to ACB Radio, where your listening is our business. I'm Steve Bauer. I am talking with Chris Cook from Dice Electronics about the new vision-free accessible radio. It's now available, and this is one exciting product. And I just had a whole lot of fun playing with this radio when I took it out of the box and was just playing around and tuning up and down the band, listening to the different stations. And in just a couple of minutes, we're going to give you a demonstration of this radio. You had mentioned that the radio will allow you to plug it into a big stereo system, an amplifier. Are you using a headphone output level, or how are you getting that audio level? There's a line in because of the auxiliary mode where you can feed in audio from an iPod or an MP3 player. How do we handle the line out level so we can feed an amplifier? I was just looking at that myself, and it is the headphone output, Steve. 
So that is how I have connected it into a uh, stereo system at my house. We've sort of talked about the voices, and one of the things that I must admit caught my attention right away because I was really hoping it was going to do this was for it to speak other data on the screen especially in the HD mode you've got the artist and the track title and who knows what other information the stations are generating and it does not do that in this original version is that something that you're looking at for future releases you know, it's, it's funny you should mention that particular one because I wasn't even aware that that was uh, uh, a need or a desire uh, until this last uh, IAAIS conference. And uh, a lot of folks were talking about that with regards to television. And I saw some great technologies that uh, actually kind of gave a description of what was going on on the screen because it's very easy to, uh, to misconstrue a conversation if you don't have the visual support. So I got an understanding that Having uh, additional information uh, could be a, uh, a nice new feature of the radio, and we can read that, but again, it would be some software changing to do that, but the information is there. Some would rather it not interrupt what's going on already, because that's what would happen, is it would have to interrupt the, the, the show or the music to tell you what is going on on the end of that. Now, I will tell you, with our, with our automotive technologies, uh, say with regards to iPod, when a new song comes on, it actually announces the artist name and song title to the listener in the car. So we have the capability, but again, uh, until this last conference, I and your question here, uh, we were never requested to do that. So we're going to take that under advisement and see uh, what we could do to add that feature to the radio. I think that if the person had the option to have it automatically announced or on demand would be an excellent way to go in that particular case. And we would probably just put that in a user feature to either make it auto or either way. Because right now with, uh, with the radio, if you wanted to re-announce the radio, call letters and or the uh, numeric value, you just push the tuner button in and it re-announces it for you. So that's on demand. So we could do something similar with that where when that push happened, it would read you what, what additional information was coming across that screen. Because I think a lot of stations are doing different things. They're not only giving you the artist information, but they're giving you the, the ability to get maybe even current weather, traffic information. A lot of different things are being transmitted in that data stream as well. And that weather and traffic information and, and general alert information is what we're looking at in uh, adding the alert portion to the radio that Ubiquity is working on that it would or HD radio that would allow that type of information to be part of the radio. All right and of course being a radio nut and tuning around the band or using any radio one of the things that's always important to me is how good are the ears and <laughs> the radios that I have played with the HD radios have pretty well been deaf and just know that you provide both a, an AM antenna, you have a whip antenna on the radio, and then you have a wire FM antenna that can be plugged in. Are there any plans to offer additional uh, preamps to improve the, the radio and give it better ears, or is where it is at is where it's going to be? Well, since most of the time I'm demonstrating it in a conference center, which is challenged as it is, it, I have used powered antennas. Uh, on the unit, and it doesn't tend to give me the result I was looking for in the digital domain. 
Uh, I do seem to get better reception in challenged areas from the dipole antenna that we include with it and just simply remove the, the standard uh, telescoping antenna for and, and add the dipole. But in general, uh, just most HD radio stations are broadcasting at a lower power output than their analog friends. And that will be changing over the next few years, and some stations have already changed that. But there is some consideration to make sure that that higher power rating isn't causing a problem with the current radio reading service broadcast, because that seems to be an unintended consequence of that higher power in some areas. It allows us to get more of a push to transition everything to digital, but the lower power output from an HD radio station, as well as you mentioned, the ears, can cause a challenge when it comes to uh, getting the reception that you're looking for. One of the features on the radio is the clock, and it is very easy to set. You can set the alarms really easy. How about a snooze alarm? Uh, a snooze alarm would be a good idea, and I'll take that into consideration because uh, it would be fairly easy to implement that in software. How about a remote control for the radio? We have remote controls on other products uh, that Dice Electronics sells. So again, that'd be another one I'd take into consideration, but that's a good one to hear on your wish list. That I, uh, I would be curious if other users would uh, like that type of uh, feature. And we're down to my final item. Obviously, if there are changes in the design of the radio, such as different buttons that would maybe require the unit to be sent back to the factory. But if you were happy with the radio and didn't really care, how about a method to update the firmware via the Internet? Well, now that would be, a again, a great thing to do. And certainly with most modern consumer electronics, that's the case. This particular radio, although is updatable, is not consumer updatable. So we would love to have a simple USB plug-in on the back of the radio that would allow it to update firmware. But at this point, we're, you know, again, using a current off-the-shelf radio that didn't have that capability. We'll take that under consideration. All of our new car audio products are internet updatable. So I would assume uh, as we continue to develop in this category, we would do similar because it's very easy for us to have field upgradable products and not have to have products shipped back to us for upgrades. But is that an option if people want an upgrade as they come available? They could send the radio back to your factory for the upgrade? Uh, we don't have a process in place for that yet. However, I would assume, and I'm going to say assume is a big assumption, that uh, that could be done. I don't know the difficulty level, so I'm not able to give you the, the definitive answer on this call. But, uh, you know, from an engineering standpoint, I'm sure the engineers would say no problem. But the guys that have to actually work on it in production would have a different answer. So I'll get back to you on that answer. But ultimately, we'd love to see every product that we sell be consumer updatable. Uh, and the ones that aren't, if they need firmware updates, uh, you know, for different features, Certainly, we like to have a process together at Dice Electronics that allows consumers to take advantage of that. Well, what does this radio sound like? I'm going to give you a short demonstration of the new vision-free accessible radio from Dice Electronics. Power on FM 103.7. One hundred three point seven was the last station I listened to, and so that's where it started. Let's manually tune up the band. This has an unbelievable FM one hundred four 
Bye. Fried steak and spicy chicken sandwiches, too. And the double cheeseburger. FM 105.3. And on up to 107.3, which is broadcasting in HD. FM 107.3. HD 1 Acquire. Now I will manually tune up one notch to go to the HD2 signal. FM 107.3 KTHR HD2. In the HD2 mode, you heard it announce the call letters of the station and the frequency. Unfortunately, that's about all of the information you're going to get from the screen. All right, now I'm going to press the mode button and we'll go to AM. You'll hear it rather noticeably switch from analog to HD and then it will tell you it has switched into the HD mode. AM 900. HD acquire. AM radio never sounded so good. If you noticed, if you're hearing this in stereo, the AM absolutely was in stereo once it switched from analog to HD. If I press the mode button again to move to the auxiliary mode. Auxiliary. And this is the mode where you would feed the audio from your iPod or MP3 player in and let the radio act as an amplifier. It does have a clock which is fully accessible. By pressing and holding the tuning knob, it will announce the time. The time is 3.45 p.m. Another feature is when you're tuning around, you can, in addition to tuning manually, spin the tuning knob a little bit faster and it will start seeking and it will search for the next station, either in the AM or FM mode, either going up or down, whichever way you spin the knob, and it will stop on the next station that it hears. Seek down. Perfect Sleeper, official mattress of the National Sleep. AM 1480. So relax, and let Sam's Club bring the best sort of value. Setting the memories is real easy. You just locate a station you want, and then hold one of the six memory buttons in, and it will tell you when it's set. FM 103.7. Thank you, just so we can do what's right for your car and your wallet. From tires to tailpipe, Meineke is your key to car care. Visit us at www. Preset 5 saved. The greater Wichita area sports. And you have six presets or memory buttons for the AM band and six for the FM. Now, unfortunately, I cannot demonstrate the radio reading service feature because the local radio reading service does not broadcast digitally. But if you press the radio reading service button, the radio will begin searching up and down the band, either in AM or FM, whichever band you're on, for a radio reading service. And when it finds one, it will announce it accordingly. Another nice thing is that when you power the radio on or off, it tells you which way you're going, whether you're turning it on or turning it off. Power off. Well, there you have it. It's the new Vision Free Radio from Dice Electronics. And Chris, I've been a radio guy since I was a little kid, and I've played with lots of radios. But I was sitting here playing with this new radio after I got it out of the box and fired it up, and I just could not believe how cool it was to have all of the audio feedback. It was just fantastic. 
it was interesting to hear some of the feedback that uh, that we've gotten um, uh, listening to users of the radio that have said things just as simple as knowing what station the radio is on is a, a wonderful thing to have. And uh, we're glad to be over a product that that uh, that helps everyone, including the blind and low vision consumer, get access to something that we think is cool, and that's the you know the uh, HD radio and an HD radio that allows you to understand what it's doing at any time when you're navigating through the radio. If people are wanting more information about the radio, give us the web page and uh, other contact information. The information on the radio is available at diceelectronics.com forward slash vision free, and that will take you directly to the page that has all the information about the radio. You can email me at chris, C-H-R-I-S, at diceelectronics.com, and I will have, if not myself, somebody respond to you uh, with your questions. Uh, the radio is available, the Dice Electronics radio is available at diceelectronics.com, at the NPR shop, and at Speak to Me catalog. The cost of the new Vision Free Accessible Radio from Dice Electronics is $249. The accessory, the additional speaker, if you want that, it is $49. And if you are a blind or visually impaired person in the U.S., shipping is absolutely free. For more information, you can go online to diceelectronics.com. That's D-I-C-E, electronics.com. You can email Chris at uh, this address, chris at diceelectronics.com. Or you can call toll-free 888 3999. That's 888-342-3999. Well, Chris, I appreciate your time and your information, and this is a very exciting radio, and I think a lot of people will find it pretty cool once they sit down and begin to play with it in listening to the manual in audio format and playing with the radio. It didn't take me very long to get fully up to speed and to be able to sit back and just totally enjoy it. So I appreciate you taking some time to chat with us and to talk about this new radio from Dice Electronics, and I wish you a lot of luck with it. Thank you, Steve, and we really appreciate the opportunity. And you can add new ones here. Um, as I said, you can edit whatever you could change whichever ones you want to something else uh, like i said use this with caution tab delete dot 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 button alt plus you D. can delete tab okay button and okay and cancel tab cancel but tab list view about twitter control plus win plus h provides information about but this also comes in real handy if you just want to find out how to do something and you can't remember exactly how to do it so we'll go down through here and we'll we'll show you some keys Add the list control plus win plus alt plus L add a user from the selected buffer item to a list. Lists are new in Quitter. You can add a bunch of people to a list that'll show up in its own individual buffer and you can you can keep these people's tweets all managed in a in its own little buffer. And you can add and, and delete people and create lists here in uh, Quitter now. Jeff Bishop at Rickster the Geek. Oops. Apply filter control plus win plus shift plus F display a buffer containing or excluding the items which contain the specified search criteria. You can filter in Quitter. You can filter the home buffer and you can find certain things that are in it if you want. 
and you can exclude certain things from it if you want. Let's just try this real quick. Tab, execute function button, alt plus x, space, buffer search dialog, buffer search colon edit. Um, I don't know. Let's just, this is one of my little pet peeves here. Let's type in, um, at D E A L S P L U S, which is, um, place that tweets all kinds of uh, advertisements and stuff that I kind of consider to be spammy. Let's just say we wanted to maybe find these people and filter them out. Tab, available fields, colon, multi-select list box, not selected message text. And new in this version, you decide how you want to look for it, whether it's in the message text. Not selected name. Um, whether it's actual username, if you want to filter out um, usernames, which we we could do this here, and we may do this here actually. Tab excluding checkbox not checked. Um, we're either going to find them or exclude them. So if we check this, then we can exclude them from the from the filter, you know, filter them out. Tab OK button. And we'll just do an OK here, and we'll see how many of these are in. Stay home, including the deals plus colon one of one items. Keystroke manager dialog. Execute function button. Alt plus X. Retweeted underline home, including the deals plus colon one of one items. Okay, now here's our new home buffer, and this is only including what I told it to search for, and there's one here. Donald Breida, RT, a deals plus colon, win number, Apple number, iPhone 4 today. Just retweet this and follow a deals plus to win number, iPhone 4. Details so, colon. This will basically create another buffer, another home buffer, that you can use to filter things out or find certain things, and that comes in handy sometimes. And when you're done with it, you can dismiss it if you want. Retweeted underline by underline mentions colon one home direct message home colon eight. Okay, we'll go back to home. All right, let's see here. Add dot 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 button alt plus a. Execute function button alt plus x. List view apply filter control plus win plus shift plus f display a buffer containing or excluding the items which contain the specified search criteria. Buffer config dialog control plus win plus alt plus o shows a dialog in which you can configure buffer specific settings. Okay, and we're going to talk about these too. And this is really, there's a lot of changes to configuration in Twitter. And we have different, um, we have different ways to get into various configurations. And I'm going to start talking about those because those are very important. Uh, the first set of configurations we can get into, and these are all basically something, something in the O key. The first one here is going to be Control Windows O. Control Windows O, Twitter configuration dialog, sound pack combo box, carpenters. Okay, and this basically allows us this configuration section. It's multi-tabbed, and one of the things here it allows us to do is change our sound packs. And I'll show you something else here while I'm at it. Like I said, I've had this muted for basically for recording purposes, so we don't hear dings and dongs all the time, but. Um, control Windows M will toggle that status. Mute off. Okay, mute is off now. If I press it again. Mute receive. We can mute receives. Mute all but receive. We can mute all but received. Full mute. Or we can do a few, full, full mute. So I'll go ahead and turn this off now. Mute off. And now we can select uh, various sound packs here. Just up and down arrow through this list. Bottoms up. Boris, bells on your toes, Beatles, baby love, free animatweet. Yeah, and there you go. You already, you, you hear, I just got some tweets in, and that's the sound for 
that I've got something in my home buffer. Animalism. Yeah, we got all kinds of things here. Animal noises. Animatweet. Um, forget what that one is. Baby love. Uh, baby noises. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Beatles. Beatles is um one that Jonathan Wilson did. It's um various little Beatles noises to uh to alert you to things. Bells on your toes. Bells is a bunch of bells. Boris. Um, Boris is a sound pack done by Patrick Perdue. That's kind of nice. It's not very noisy. It's a it's kind of a a quiet sounds pack. Bottoms up. Where some of these others are uh, quite noisy. Bottoms up is um, bar noises. You know, like pouring drinks and things and and ice and you know pouring into glasses and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and I just got another tweet. Carpenters. Uh, Carpenters is, um, trying to remember, I think Jonathan did that one, too, um, or was it Brian Hartchin? I can't remember, I don't, I'm sorry if I got it wrong, I don't mean to say somebody did something they didn't, um, or take credit away from somebody that did, but, um, this is the group of Carpenters, and it makes different, uh, Carpenters noises, uh, from various songs, uh, to alert you of things. For the birds. Uh, this one's bird tweets. Freedom tweet. Uh, different noises there. Go tweeting. I broke it. Uh, <laughs> there's all kinds of them. If you go to www.quitter-client.net and um, go look on the site for the sound packs, you can you can download them there. Basically, what you do is you download them. They're zip files. They have a folder inside. Basically, take that folder inside of the zip file. Copy it over into the Quitter folder under Program Files, then Quitter, then find the Sounds folder, go into there and paste it into there. They're all in their own individual folders, so make sure you, you paste the whole folder into there. And then that particular sound pack will become available here in the list. Lost in Space. Magic Chimes. Miso Horny. And <laughs> that's just a bunch of horns. Don't don't uh, don't get any bad thoughts here. It's uh, it's it's not what you think it is. It's just uh, ho different horns that blow. Messaging with Quitter. Yeah, and this is the one I like to use a lot. Messaging with Quitter. It's kind of kind of not too loud. Some of these are really loud. Some of them aren't. Mushroom FM. <laughs> Mushroom FM is is really wacky. Nakumba's Arcadium. Uh, that's an arcade sounds. Quitter talks back. Um, I think Melissa Hoppy did that one, and that's uh, a real interesting one as well. Sonic. Sonic is from Sonic the Hedgehog. Standard. Standard is what comes with Quitter. It's the uh, the default sound pack, and I'll switch to it now. Configuration saved. Keystroke manager dialog. List view. Buffer config dialog. Control plus win plus... Okay, now when I do some moving around here, you heard it when you got... Um, Tweets in. Rick Harmon at Jeff Bishop. Yes, I'm sure. Audible and published works by Steve Larson of Surface in Stockholm. Sweet yeah, if I go up to the top here, if I hit live slash Audible and published work Audible and published works by Steve Larson of Surface in Audible and published. Oh, interesting. And it's not working. It should ding at me, and it's not dinging at me when I hit the top of my buffer. Control Windows O. Twitter configuration dialog. South Starcraft dash standard. Oh, that's interesting. I'm not sure. Starcraft, Star Trek, Star Trek, T Stargate, Star Trek, Compute, Stay Tuned. ST Underline Original, Super Mario Brothers, Tron, Tweet Into the Future. Let's see. Tweet Yourself Horse, Tweeter of the Pack, Tweet Underline Voyager, Twitter Farm, 
very loud. Yeah, we could try very loud. That's one of the... Configuration saved. Keystroke manager. Used to be one of the defaults. Ranger 1138. Julia Mosen. Yay. RT. Brian Hart. Jonathan. 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 Mo mentions. Donald Brita. At rates mute off. Oh, the mute's on. Dang, got it. Home colon. Jonathan Mosen. At Jonathan. Jonathan. Jonathan Mosen. At zero. Oh, very weird. You know, things like this always happen when I'm recording a demonstration. Mute receive. Mute all but full mute. Mute off. Jonathan Mosen at Sirian. Jonathan Mosen at Jonathan Mosen at Sirian. I'm not getting sounds when I'm at the top of my buffers. Let me look here again. Control Windows O. Twitter. Tweet, 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 tweet. Rasu S. Star Stand Sonic. Twitter. Nikumadmedmi Malai. Buffer for Carp. Bottom Boris. Bottom Carpenters. I know Carpenters works. Configuration saved. Keystroke map. Jonathan Mosen at Sirian. Jonathan Mosen. Jonathan Mosen at. When I hit the top of my buffer. Jonathan. Jonathan Mosen. I get a dingy dingy. Um, you can use these sounds to identify whether you've gotten a DM in, or you've sent one out, or you've gotten tweets into your home buffer, or mentions, or retweets. They all play different types of sounds. So if I do a new tweet here again. Control Windows A N O T A E R space E W E E T space F R O M space T A E space R E C O R D I N G period. Enter keystroke manager dialog list new buffer conflict dialog control plus win plus all plus all shows. There, it just went out. It plays a little sound when it goes out. So that's that's just kind of neat. If you don't want any sounds, you don't have to have any sounds. Um, you know, you can just fully mute it. Jonathan Mosen at Sirianishi Shuri. Um, let's go back into this. Control Windows O. Four new tweets. Twitter configuration dialog. Sound pack combo box. Carpenters. Because this is not the only thing this uh, configuration section does if I tab around in it. Tab. Mute status combo box. Mute off. See, we can mute it. You can set it up here if you just don't want any sound. You can just mute it. Tab. Okay, but tab. Cancel tab. Sounds tab. Templates tab. Okay, and another tab we have in here is templates. Tab, new generic buffer template colon edit dollar if left parent geo right parent left race star geo star right race dollar are very complicated but very very powerful and I suggest that you read the manual for this it would take me too long to talk about them here but basically what the templates allow you to do and there's a couple different sections for them this allows you to customize quitter to exactly how you want it to announce things in the buffers and it's very, very powerful. Um, I've kind of changed mine from the defaults. It doesn't say it the way it does on the defaults, but you can have it basically tell you as little or as much as you want. When you first get Quitter, it'll say, um, so-and-so posted so many minutes ago in the message, you know, and it'll actually say, you know, about a minute ago, Rick Harmon posted, this is a test tweet. And, you know, that's kind of nice if you if you want all of that. I kind of like to get through them real quick. So I've basically changed mine to um, a little bit shorter. Mine kind of basically goes um, the name of the person, comma, what they said, comma, when they said it, comma, and what client they used to tweet it so but you can change those practically any way you want and like I said the manual has 
a, a huge reference on that of all the different template uh, variables that you can use. I'm going to turn this off again. Mute, receive, mute, all but receive. Full mute. So it doesn't keep uh, trying to go over top of me. Shift tab, templates tab, miscellaneous tab. And we have a miscellaneous tab here also. Tab, enable DM safe mode, checkbox checked. Okay. And DM safe mode is kind of controversial. Um, I kind of like it to be on because I don't like to make the mistakes, but the author and others defaulted to off because they said, you know, you basically should, when you reply to somebody's DM, you should do it the proper way, which is control windows D to DM somebody instead of control windows R to reply to somebody. If you are in your DM buffer, your direct messages buffer, which is private, and by default, if you control Windows R, reply to somebody, by default, Quitter puts it out into the public area. And, you know, a lot of times this can be very bad things. And, you know, being the people we are and having the habits we have, you know, it's very, very easy to inadvertently want to just reply to a DM. So if you're going to do that, instead of doing it by technically the proper way, which would be the control windows D to even reply to a direct message, um, you want to set this DM safe mode on. You want to check it. And what that does is if you inadvertently do a reply instead of a direct message, it'll still tr treat it as a, um, a direct message and not a public reply. And it can keep you out of a lot of hot water. Tab. Ask before removing your sent tweets and DMS. Checkbox not checked. Okay, and this will ask you whether or not when you tell it you want to remove something, you know, control, windows, delete. There's your prompt. You can turn this on and off whether you want to be prompted. Tab. Perform standard actions with home slash end keys. Checkbox not checked. I am not sure what this does. Tab. Preferred URL shortener colon combo box. is not GD. Okay, and this just allows you to pick from one of many URL shorteners, which basically takes a long um, link and makes it into something little like Tiny, Euro, Tiny URL does. Um, so it can fit in your tweets a lot easier because sometimes you can take up the whole 140 characters just from a, from a link. Tab, retweet style combo box. Ask whether comments are to be added left parent, recommended right parent. Okay, and here is where you can tell how you want to retweet. You can do it where it asks you. Never add comments left parent, automatically retweet right parent. You can tell it to never do it, just automatically retweet it. Always add comments left parent, old style right parent. Or you can do it the old way where it always assumes you want to add a comment. Never ask whether comments are... And I leave it to the default where it asks me because sometimes I just want to retweet it. Sometimes I want to put a comment in it. And sometimes it's too long and you don't have a choice. So probably best to just leave that right where it's at. Tab, reply to self, checkbox not checked. Okay. And generally, you know, you don't want to talk to yourself, whether it be um, out in public or on Twitter. You know, you kind of look a little odd when you... Um, talk to yourself so here's a way to avoid doing that and believe me I've I've talked to myself many times on Twitter so this is a nice handy function uh, here to have tab okay button 
Okay, let's uh, let's get out of this one. That's all there is in this particular configuration area. Space configuration saved. Keystroke manager dialog. List view. Buffer config dialog. Control plus win plus alt plus o. Um. There's a control window shift o. Configuration. Control shift windows o. Twitter configuration dialog. Language selection colon combo box. User default. Okay, and this allows you to do such things as pick your language. Tab. Okay button. Tab. Cancel button. Tab. Language tab. Speech tab. Okay, we have a speech tab. Tab. Speech output combo box. Auto. Basically, you, you'll leave all these things to the way they are. Because um, Quitter does a very good job of deciding, you know, like what language you're using. You know, from gets that probably from the operating system itself. Um, speech. This allows you, you can either use... Um, Auto. Why is that on? Mute receive. Mute all but receive full mute. Okay, let's hope it stays. I don't know why that was on. It's not supposed to be. All right. Um, auto one of two. Speech settings. Auto lets uh, Quitter decide what it is. You know, if you're using JAWS, Window Eyes, or whatever. System access. Uh, there's some tricks to getting it to work with NVDA. There's some kind of hook you have to install, some kind of control DLL file that I'm not real, real certain of, but if you're using NVDA, I'm sure you can find out all about that on the NVDA mailing list. They'll be able to tell you. Or somebody here on Twitter using NVDA will be able to tell you how to do that to allow NVDA and Quitter to speak together properly. But generally, you leave this on auto. Uh, you can choose Sappy from here as well if you want to do that, but I always just leave it on auto. Tab, Sappy speech tab, Sappy speech tab, enable speech recognition, checkbox not checked. Now, this has been here for a while, but as far as I know, it still doesn't work. So, but I think they're working on some kind of speech recognition for Quitter, and I don't think that's there yet, as far as I know. Tab, OK button, tab, cancel tab, speech tab, navigation tab. Tab, move by percentage amount, left parent as a percent, right parent, edit spin box, five. Now, here's what I was referring to where we was doing the control, windows, page up, page down, and the control, windows, shift, page up, page down. This one here is the control for the control, windows, page up, page down. It moves by a percentage, and the default is 5%. Move by percentage amount, left parent as a percent, right parent, edit spin box, five. So you can you can alter this here. Most of the time, I think most people don't even mess with any of this, but it's it's here if you want to be able to do that. Tab, move by time, left parent, defined as hours, colon, minutes, right parent, hours, edit, spin, box, and one. here is when you do the control window shift, page up, page down. You move by a time, and the default is one hour, zero minutes. Tab, move by time, left parent, defined as hours, colon, minutes, right parent, minutes, edit, spin, box, zero. And these can be changed to your liking. Tab, undo stack size, edit, spin, box, 100. I, I I forget what this does exactly. I'm not familiar with this control either, but I am assuming if you delete something and you want to undo it, you there's a way to do it. I'll have to see how that's done, but actually I don't know how to do it either. But here's the setting for that. Tab, OK button. Okay. Tab, cancel button, tab, navigation, braille tab. Oh, braille tab. Um, yes, and this is something I don't think about very often because I don't do a lot of braille here. I uh, don't have a display or anything, but Quitter supports Braille displays. Tab, Braille spoken text, checkbox checked. Tab, OK button. Tab, cancel button. 
And basically, I think you turn it on and off through there. Tab, Braille tab, miscellaneous tab. Yeah, we have a miscellaneous tab. Tab, show confirmation dialog before exiting quitter. Checkbox checked. Okay, and the, the way you get out of quitter when you're done with it is, is um, control windows F4. And here you can set this to whether you want a confirmation dialog or not. The default is you get a confirmation yes, no dialog when you press that keystroke to get out of quitter. Tab, okay button, tab, cancel button, tab, miscellaneous. Okay, and that's it. There. This configuration canceled. Keystroke manager dialog. List view. Buffer. All right. One more <laughs> configuration management area that we have is by pressing Control, Windows, Alt, and O. Alt, Control, Windows, O. Rickster, the geek buffer configuration dialog. Now, this is Up a real left parent and minutes, right parent powerful box, area. One. Because this basically controls a lot of how Quitter says things to you and how you get how many uh, tweets and stuff you get at any given time. Um, Shift tab, home tab. We're in the home tab right now, your home buffer. Tab, update interval left parent and minutes right parent edit spin box one. We can change how often we want this to update. I currently have it set to one. I think it defaults to four minutes. Tab, number of posts to download per update edit spin box 200. You can tell it how many posts to update at any given interval that it that it updates, and it's set here to 200, which is the maximum. Then, if we tab again, tab max API calls to use for update left parent one API call equals 200 tweets right parent edit spin box four. I have this set to four. So basically, what happens here is now it will retrieve every minute, and it will retrieve retrieve geez, a maximum of 200 times how many of API calls we use here and since that's set to 4 then my maximum is simply 4 times 200 which is 800 and that's how many tweets maximum so you can adjust this and you know if you want 200 tweets at a time you know I turn mine off overnight so I set it to 800 because some nights I uh, actually get about 800 tweets a night. So you can adjust this as you see fit. Tab, spoken template, colon, edit, dollar if left parent, geo right parent, left brace, star, geo star, right brace, dollar name, dollar message, dollar from, dollar when. Now this is where I was talking about templates. This is the, the main area that you, you change your templates in. I'm not sure in the uh, the control windows O in that template tab what all that does because a lot of it doesn't seem to work anymore, at least as far as I know. I think it's for uh, buffers that you create and not these given uh, buffers that are permanent, so I'm not sure if I understand that fully yet or not, but I think that's what it does. It's for for it's like the public timeline, the trends timeline, uh, filter timelines, and things like that. But here's where you set your template, and like I said, you want to refer to the manual about this. We just simply don't have time here today to um, to talk all about that. Tab, clipboard, template, colon, edit, dollar name, dollar message, dollar when. And that's how you want to show it in the clipboard. If you copy something to the clipboard, you can control that as well. Tab, OK button, tab, cancel, tab, home tab. OK, and we have all of this for the home tab. Mentions tab. The mentions tab. Default settings tab. Um, Men home tab. Direct messages tab. Direct messages tab. Sent tab. Sent tab. Retweeted underlined by underlined me tab. The retweeted by me tab. Or the buffers, I mean. 
So these are all the same. Set the default settings tab. And the only one here I think that's different is default settings. Let's go in here. Tab. Update interval left parent and minutes right parent edit spin box. Four. See, and this still says four. Tab. Number of posts to download per update edit spin box. 200. Tab. Max API calls to use per update left parent. One API call equals 200 tweets right parent edit spin box. One. And I think this is just settings for... Tab. Apply settings to all buffers. Checkbox not checked. Well, you can apply it to all, all. So this gets a little complicated, but, you know, you can apply these settings to all your all your buffers. Tab. OK button. Um, but that's just basically the defaults of, of um, how often it pulls and how many it pulls. We don't have time to cover it all here, but there's a lot more information that Rick has provided on learning to use Quitter 4. If you would like to hear all of his presentation, go to www.blind-geek-zone.net and check out his podcasts. He's got a lot of good material up there. Thanks to Rick for allowing us to broadcast a portion of his Twitter 4 demonstration here on Main Menu. That concludes this edition of Main Menu. We trust you've enjoyed the program. On behalf of the entire Main Menu team... I'm Jamie Pauls wishing you and yours a great week.